Welcome to the final episode of Beyond the Headset. This is your host, Chase. Over the past few episodes, I've discussed various issues in gaming culture, such as how wide a net it is cast for everyday people, the way people use games to interact and form relationships with one another, new available paths to develop and release games, and methods of immersion into virtual worlds. Today, I'd like to synthesize elements of these discussions into the larger topic of how games impact and are impacted by other forms of media. It's been alluded to a couple times over the run of the show, but I want to point out early on that my primary background in media studies is through movies and TV rather than games. My job at FSU is to help program the movies we play at the on-campus theater, a position which requires me to stay on top of what companies are producing and what audiences are interested in seeing. From this experience, as well as just being someone paying even a mild amount of attention to the media these days, games are having an immense influence on every other form of media. One writer had the particularly astute, though exaggerated, claim that all video games now want to be movies, and all movies want to be video games. I'm not talking about crossovers or tie-ins like the Super Mario Bros. movie or the Star Wars games. I instead mean that there has been significant cross-pollination in both the form and content of these media. Specific instances of these claims are observable in games like the Metal Gear Solid series, which are known for their lengthy and frequent cutscenes, and films such as Edge of Tomorrow, which hinges upon the video game trope of dying over and over to perfect one's performance as a storytelling device. It has been a rather long time for these types of observations of influence to become so commonplace in both directions. Until recently, games as an emergent form had to take their cues from other dominant media, such as television and the episodic nature of level design. Even books had an early influence through text-based adventure games. This was all especially true when graphics were more rudimentary and games required players to fill in mental gaps with more familiar or immediately recognizable media. However, Technological improvements brought maturity to the form of gaming and eventual media convergence. Now, games and all other media being at comparable levels is so clearly the cultural standard that the consoles, especially those from Sony and Microsoft, are marketed less as gaming boxes and more as all-in-one entertainment centers providing access to active and passive media. More so than even five years ago, all media experiences have the potential to be interactive. If you don't believe me, think about what happens any time a new episode of a popular show like Game of Thrones airs. Social media sites like Twitter explode with live reactions to every line or scene. And if we think about Twitter even a little bit abstractly, doesn't the site essentially work like a game? People create personas to provide content which hopefully boosts the account's followers along with figures like any individual's tweets, favorites, or retweets. Breaking through all the noise to have a successful tweet during a highly discussed event like a TV premiere is a goal for many users. 
It may be an entirely virtual community with rules that may not immediately make sense, but as was stated in the Immersion episode, Twitter has an internal logical consistency which helps the user make sense of that world as an alternative to real life. It is one of numerous instances of how gamification has permeated all the ways that we interact with content and culture. In the first official episode of the series, I said that gamer culture is a massive topic, with lots of room for nuance and interpretation. I knew going into the series that it would be impossible to adequately cover even a fraction of everything there is to say on the matter, and I agree with that sentiment even now uh, that it is complete even more than when I began. There are so many topics, big and small, I wish I could cover, but it becomes tricky when generalizations just don't cut it for so many cases in gaming, such as the treatment of gender issues in fandom, or the potential therapeutic value of gaming, an area which I was only able to touch on in the series. If you are getting the chance to listen to this series, tweet at me, at Reverend Chase, to tell me what you thought, and if you have suggestions for something you would like for me to podcast. I may yet again relaunch the Seminole Cinema podcast for the Student Life Center sometime in the fall after taking a break from producing anything for a year now. Thank you so much for listening.